All right. All right. All right. All right. That was such a beautiful spoken word piece entitled Petals in the Nubian Wind by the lovely Spirit the Third Eye Ebony. Give her a round of applause. Namaste, my shambo to Kimbo Ashe. That's African Antarctican for thank you for being here tonight. And I am <laughs> your hostess, Victorious Alamon Jaina. You're welcome. Wokeness for Brokeness is a nonprofit for profits, <laughs> where we travel to Venuses around New York City. With independent spoken word artists looking to spread the stories of the place we call home. I would like to thank the Macy Gray, Less Guns, More Cigarettes, Children's Charity for having our independent spoken word artists perform for your charity As I understand your original performer, Taylor Swift, was supposed to perform and canceled. And as I also understand, she's white. And I, ooh, <laughs> let us show you how we do art. Next up, we have a spoken word piece by Realness Elevation. Mahalo. There's less churches and more liquor stores. And I like that. Cause I don't go to church. Fuck out of here. I don't do that. Give you a percentage of my check. My check. Nigga! Nah. I don't got that. Pastor Robert trying to poke my booty hole. Mmm. Kinda like that. Oh no, Realness. Not here. Not today. Alright, Realness. Thanks. Man. Quick reminder to all. Wokeness for brokeness welcomes all forms of art. But, um, I would also like to thank the Macy Gray, Less Guns, Most Cigarettes Children's Charity for inviting us to this charity event with children in the audience. Kids, y'all. All right, I think we're all aligned. Next up, my girl, Lamia Mouchet. Namaste. I woke up to my man sucking on my nipples. Jesus Christ. I said, nigga, what did you do? I look at my clock and my alarm is unplugged. And I say, nigga, what the fuck? Did you just make me late to work on purpose? This is my third strike, Tyrone. I look at the foot of the bed. 
This nigga's mom's still got mice in her apartment. He's still sucking on my nipples. Lamia Mouche. Lamia, I told you that wasn't a good one when you texted me. Get the fuck off the stage. Again, performers, age range here is five and up. Okay? Five and up. Next up, Cloudburst over Sunday. Shanti, Shanti. Hello. I am cloudburst over sun dune. Yes. Thank you for sharing your energies with me here tonight. Sun shines over the morning dunes of yesterday's tomorrows. Raindrops slide down the windows of the souls that shows the flowing sands of time. Speaking of time, yesterday I learned my mother tried to have me aborted. She really wanted a girl, and when she found out I was a hermaphrodite, she was not with it. Get the fuck oh, off, Darkum. Yeah, your name is Darkum, and your deodorant is always dirty. Get the fuck off my stage. Y'all done fucked up my check. You know what? What can I say? They have it. I have it. Y'all have it. The audacity! Alicia. Just call me coach, because I keep a killer roster. Jupiter. I may not know my father, but I met yours last night. Rama. Some people say I'm a bitch, and I say, Get the fuck out my face! <laughs> How'd you get that idea? Hi guys, welcome to the show. Welcome! Oh my god, Oh, look at the studio audience. Wow, it's really packed. We have a packed house today. Oh wow. my god, thank you packed. so much for being here today. Packed and tested. Hello. Because you know what? COVID! It's a thing! Uh, it's a girl who came here 99.7. Yes! Can we give her a round of applause? Round of applause. Round of applause. Work girl. That is called devotion. Devotion. And yes, so we have her in the back. In a bubble. Ha! But she's here. But she's here. Okay. Hello. Hello. I already know what you guys are thinking. It's been such a long hiatus since we've been gone. And you know what? We apologize. The thing is... So sorry. A lot of things were happening. The world shut down. Shut down. We had to get a new studio for our audience. Studio. Our beautiful audience. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what? We're here. We are here. We're here now. Here. Let's introduce our beautiful host. I am Alicia. And I am Robert. <laughs> and we are the Audacity! Welcome, welcome. Yes. 
it's so good to have you guys here. You guys are in for a really good another fucking show. Yes, yes, yes. We have some new sketches. Um, America's Next Top Porn Star. Oh, I know you've heard about it. Have you ever felt like filth, mm. cream pie, just disgusting? <laughs> You should have auditioned for America's Next Top Porn Star with Skyra Pink with two X's. That's right, not three, but two. Only two. Mm. What about you, Jupiter? What's been up with you? Well, I fought chlamydia like twice. But you know what? If you catch it, that means eventually you're gonna lose it. That's right. somebody who's aware and queer. He oh, knows that is. Let's go. <laughs> That's right, y'all. Okay. So keep on with us. We got some good shit to talk about. We're going to have a good key. We're going to make sure that we get back together. Get the audacity energy going again because it's been so long. So long. So long. You know we, what I mean? We need that, you know, Sierra drops a new song. Oh. Goes extra, extra hard. And then goes back lazy again. That one where it's like the minute you press play mm -hmm. and the beat start, mm -hmm. what you song know is you got to get what your back ready. That? Play it. Play it. Tell it. Huh. For me, Give me a sample. For me, mm -hmm. it's you better work. Oh. Work, 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 work. You better work. You better, you better, Every time you better. I hear that song, I want to be a construction worker. That's right, because you know what? It makes me feel like you building buildings. Oh. So why not put on a hard hat and a reflective vest and go build you some shit? Build yourself, sis. You know, bitch, you mm. are a professional. Oh. For me, it's oh. let me see that one, two, step. Hey. We all know Sierra was popping because Missy. Yes. Oh. Oh. Gonna talk about the abortions. I'm sorry, but you know what? That's what happens on the audacity. Oh. Live from New York City, it's the Wendy Williams Show. I'm fine. Now, we got a lot of things to talk about today. Let's get started with hot topics. Ooh. Oh. I thought you were actually just wrong. Ooh. Damn. Whew. Well, let's talk about it. The tea is exceptionally good today. So you all saw my Lifetime movie this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about my ex-husband, Kevin. Now he's allegedly saying that he didn't do any of the stuff. How? 
How dare you? I have witnesses. Everybody in this office saw what you did when you came in and threw the Rolex down the f***ing table like I need more Rolexes. I need more Rolexes. I have stuff. Stop the stuff. We have a hundred people counting on us. We were given an opportunity. Did you come in here and throw a Rolex on the table? I don't want a Rolex. I wanted, I wanted Tom. I wanted you. And you know what? That leads to my next story. So, over the weekend, y'all been hearing about Kim and Connie, didn't you? Allegedly with divorce. Speaking of divorce, my divorce is coming up. It's finalized. I'm finally a single woman. I'm a bachelor rat on the streets of New York City. Available, Wendy Williams. That's right. WW, Wendy Williams. Yes? Wendy. Huh? Wendy, girl, you, you, you did it again. You, you just went off for a whole minute. And so now we're about to go to commercial. So you're going to have to do Hot Topics in about 60 seconds. Starting now. Always trying to tell me how to run my show. It's my show. Anyway. Is that going to be going off the whole time we're doing this? That's... Anyway, like I was saying, so it's Hot Topics. First in news. Did you guys hear about the Cheetah Girls? That's right. You heard me right. The Cheetah Girls. Disney Channel's number one selling girl group. They're coming back, but without Keely Williams, because they don't want no chicken fight in the car. Allegedly. There's no Keely still denying, saying she ain't throwing no chicken. But we all know the truth. It's also come out these days that the girls of RuPaul's Drag Race are highly upset after Jenny Lemon's elimination. Jenny, what was that? Were you gonna lip sync? Were this gonna, was this gonna be a mouthing of words as you exited the stage? No. You know what I think, Jenny? I don't think that was graceful. I think that was disrespectful. Disrespectful to Nicole, disrespectful to the contestants, and disrespectful to me as a viewer. You know why? Because I won the battle. And you didn't give that to me. So fuck you, Jenny. Fuck you. Also, it's come out that Kim and, Kim and Connie are getting a divorce. Divorce. Everyone's getting divorced nowadays. Speaking of divorce, I'm single. Divorce finalized. Bachelor rep available. Walking down the streets of New York City. If you want to holler at me, email wendywilliams at gmail.com. That's the... Hello? Is that it? Time for commercial, Wendy. It's, that's it for Hot Topics. Let's go to commercial break. We'll be back. It's our first day in the house and we are all excited. Oh my god, I'm so fucking excited. The minute we walk in, we all race to get the best beds. Next thing I know, everybody fucking each other up for some beds. Ooh. 
Last time I saw some shit like that, I was a little girl at the Fantasia Perino childhood home for childhood obesity, girl. Ooh, that was some crazy shit. <laughs> I may look cute, but what these girls don't know is before I was a porn star, I was a hooker. And hooker's sad. <laughs> Attention models, it's me, Tyra. Make your way to the living room for a surprise. Previously on Pose. You know what I always say, block them. What? Put these shows to work. But you always when you send them out to the club. And now look, your house is messy, Ooh, it's disgusting, uh -uh. but I still come. You know what? Who else my goal? My house? By the way, this dinner is delicious. Thank you, Cray. Mm. You know I throw it down in the kitchen, baby. Mm. What's this? It's the, the frijoles? Yep, you know I like my frijoles. And the, That's right. Empanadas to eat, Empanadas, Megan? Empanadas, mm -hmm. that's right. Right from my mother's cookbook, my dead mother. But anyway, like I was saying, the children today ain't got no respect. Oh, oh my God. Oh, shit. You scared the shit out of me, Craig. Plus, how those came before. Everybody want to be a legend. Everybody want to be an icon. Everybody want to be this. Everybody want to be that. That's right. Put in the oats. <laughs> Put in your deuce. You can't just walk one little ball and think you won one little trophy and boom, you a legend. Speak you will never. Never. Hmm. Back when I was coming up in the, in, the, in the ballroom scene. You know, you remember this, Blanc, you remember. You already know. When I was coming up, and I had a swim balls back then, but I don't do it no more because that's, that's a young man's game. And the balls have changed. Yes, they have. People don't know what it's like. Bitch, did you just open my soda? To go down to the Macy's and moppy some shit <laughs> and start on the bone floor looking <laughs> fabulous. Just did that last week. Like you own everything. Opulence! Opulence! You own everything. O P U L E N C E. Opulence. These children walking the one way without a garment, without a bag. Knowing damn well a lady is short at night. Oh. And she never walks around without a bag. Oh, Craig, but you can pray, stop it. You know you can't do that anymore. Stop it, Craig. I, I can't have no more. I was in the hospital one time. One time! Craig, still. And it was your fault because <gasps> you had me in a fucking AZT. My fault. And that shit fucked up my, my immune system. Craig, we're not doing it. And I was dying. Craig, we are not. We don't want to talk about it, right? You know why? Because you sit here believing Damon when he was sitting here telling you that I was fucking Ricky. Ooh. But, but you just talking to him, though. After everything I've done for you. Ugh, bitch. <laughs> But you know what, girl? You know you see my bitch. Come on, we're gonna be late for the balls. Hey, girl. Are you on your third kid with your third baby father and wondering how you're still single? 
Does your kid look at you and ask who they daddy is? And you look off into the distance and let a Nina Bonita Brown Mary J. Blige tear fall down your face because you know you don't have an answer for him. Does your mother stop by every weekend? And when she steps in your house, she stands in the doorway, looks at your apartment in one sweep, shakes her head in disappointment and goes, your place is looking nice, baby. Hmm. Is it hard to apply for GED classes because you can't read? Do you sometimes go to the pretty, pretty nail salon and so junk paints your nails fluorescent beige when you ask her to paint a chartreuse? And you go, no, bitch. Why do you keep doing this so-so? I said chartreuse. And she goes, no, no, bitch. This one better. You have fat hands, very fat hands. And fluorescent beige is good for fat hands. And you get tight because you know she right. Mm. Have you ever fallen down a flight of steps? Are your nails longer than seven inches? Do you have allergies? If one or more of those applies to you, then hey, listen up. Hi, I'm Brittany Upperton. And like you, all of these things have also happened to me in my life. And as an upper middle class white woman, I feel it's my responsibility to use my privilege to help those in need. That's why I bring you the Reese Witherspoon Teeth Whitening Strips. Just because your life is a struggle, it doesn't mean you have to have bad teeth while doing it. I mean, look at me. My hands may be fat, but my fluorescent beige nails make them look tiny. Thanks so-so. Find her at Pretty Pretty Nail Salon on the corners of Crenshaw and Seneca. See how I advertise two businesses in one? That's thanks to the Brittany Upperton Promo Promo Services. Book your commercial today. <laughs> Ding Sound Effects, buy yours from dingaling.com. For website domains and more, go to Monkey Nipple and use the promo Brit69 for a 20% discount. And always remember, you are worth a beautiful tomorrow. That's just one quote off my Brittany Upperton quote-a-day calendar. Every day comes with a quote and a themed photo from a shoot I did capturing my postpartum weight loss. Just had a baby and you're still fat? Buy the Brittany Upperton Quitem Thickums Weight Loss Package. And you'll be fit in time to go with your friends to the Brittany Upperton Summer Singles What Happens in the Ocean Stays on the Ocean Cruise. Tickets go on sale April 6th. Pre-sale dates to be announced soon. Hey y'all, let me tell you a story, come come now, listen, I knew things would never be the same. After my child came to me and told me he saw his daddy wrestling with our next door neighbor Robert. He said, they were wrestling naked and daddy was losing. It made me think back to our wedding day. Mm-hmm. My mother came in my room while I was getting my makeup done and said, baby, I don't think you should marry him. I think he's gay! I think I saw him sucking the best man's dick in the bushes behind the church! I didn't believe it then. I figured 
It was wedding day jitters. After all, I had just finished doing about three lines of wedding day jitters right before my mother walked in. And on our wedding day, we both cried. He cried harder than I did. Thinking about it now, I'm realizing it was a little strange that when he started saying his vows, he turned to his best man and started reciting them to him. We all started laughing, thinking he was doing one of his bits. He's a Phil comic, you see. It's even weirder when his best man ended up moving in next door with his wife. Yup, that's right. His best man was Robert. I never met him until the wedding day, and he kept staring at me like he wanted to fight me. I got robbed at knife point one night, 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 a year ago, and I'm pretty sure it was Robert. He was wearing the same cologne, my husband's. It all made sense. After my son told me what he saw, sexless honeymoons my husband wearing lingerie when we went to our amazing bed and he made me wear a pair of boxes the sweet room service guy his name is Paco walking out of our hotel room with his pants unbuttoned but the most memorable thing about that night Beachfront resort with water so clear you can see your feet. Warm sand, cons, and very generous staff. Three clubs and two bars attached to the resort, and best of all, food and liquor included. So come on down to the Paradise Beyond All Inclusive Resort in Mexico. Experience Paradise. Ah, Tony Braxton. Ah. Sir, please do not rush me. Clearly, I am paying my change. Majalico, that—that's your girl. Girl, is that you? Majalico, what's up, girl? Oh my God! Come here, girl. Come over here. I said you see. Excuse me, sir. You see me? Get out of the way. Why, why are you still sitting there? Oh, my God. You see her coming? So rude. So rude. Ooh, oh. I'm coming, baby. Hey, bitch. I'm coming. Yes. Ooh. Oh, my God. I was waiting for you. I didn't see you at the other side. Oh I thought you was God. Yeah. You all right, girl? Oh, I don't know why I try running. Like mm -hmm. I don't have diabetes. I know. Ooh. I know. Yeah, girl. Breathe. Take a breath. Oh, my God. Methuselah McIntyre. Yes, what's How going on, Maj baby? I'm good, Majelica. How you doing? Girl, I don't think you're ready to hear about my day today. Mm -mm, what mm -mm. happened? Tell it. All right, here we go. Girl. So today was a long. Tell me about it. Well, it all started this morning. I was on my way to work, 
And I hate the commute at that time. Because everybody in their mama want to talk to you. It's, can I spare some change here? I'm hungry there. Shoot, I'm broke too. That's why I'm taking my ass to work. <laughs> That's true. Mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway, so I get to the job. Remember, I'm a receptionist at my cousin Orange Salon. Orange in them salon. On the corners of Crenshaw and Seneca, right across the street from Peaches in them. Yeah, girl, how's Peaches mm -hmm, in them? I mm -hmm, didn't get a touch mm -hmm, up. Fine. You know Peaches. <laughs> yeah, girl. So anyway... I get to the job, and that Rick James looking bitch is sitting behind my desk talking about, ooh, girl, Orange want to see you in his office. Uh -uh. What time are you supposed to get here? Bitch. Now, you know I don't like this bitch. Right. I've been holding in this ass whooping she about to get. Sure have. I done found out from Peach's husband, cousin, second baby mama, Melba, but well, everybody she told you. She do nails around the corner on Seneca and Garland Boulevard part-time and then dance at night. Mm -hmm. Envies. Girl. When she told me, she saw this super freak bitch come out the VIP room at Envy's with uh -uh. my man behind her, zipping up his pants. Bitch. Now that's all I needed to hear. I would have fucked off no. weeks ago, but I needed this little check. But should have fucked up right there. I slapped the shit out of her with my purse. Twice. That's right. Mm. <laughs> I didn't throw it though, because I'm a lady. Mm-hmm. All the clients and workers heard that bitch fall to the ground. I kindly stepped over her. Mm -hmm. And made my way to Orange's office. Mm -hmm. Then, I remember I had some Gorilla Glue in my purse. Don't ask me why. why. You had I ran back over to her. Hit her with my back again. No, and then smeared some Gorilla Glue all up in her motherfucking ear. Bitch, no, you didn't. I did. No, you fucking did it. Now, I was satisfied, and so I made my way to Orange's office. Mm -hmm. Okay. She got what she deserved. She got what she deserved. No one told her to suck my man's dick in the VIP room at NV's. That's mad unsanitary. They do waxing in there. What? That's not the club? No, bitch. It's the nail salon. No. Everybody knew this tea but me. I thought it was the club anyway, the whole time. I go into Orange's office, mm -hmm. and there he is sitting behind his desk looking more orange than I thought. He get this way when he get angry. He looks at me and says, bitch, I gotta fire you. You come in three hours late every day. Well, you do be late I looked at him and said, cousin, it's all right. Cause I quit. Uh, I got a job across the street at Peaches. Uh -uh. This was gonna be my last bitch. day anyway. Mm -mm -mm. Girl, you should have oh. saw his face. How it look, how it look. Shut up, girl. You got all these people on the bus listening they to They know, my fucking business. <laughs> On the fucking bus in my conversation. I leave his office, mm -hmm. and this bitch is still laid out on the floor. Oh, I think she was, because <laughs> that gorilla glue started to dry up. Girl, that was too far. So me being me, I grab a jar, a barbersaw, uh -uh. off the closest station, and throw it on this now, bitch. Now, why you done did That's that? That's for your thirsty ass. <laughs> she starts screaming because the shit burned. I throw up the deuces. Mm -hmm. And make my way across the street. Yeah, leave before they call the police, because you know. Mm. You did a little too much. Now, here's the thing mm -hmm. I never really got the job at Peach. Uh -huh. I just said that to shut Orange up. But me and Peaches go way back. Right, right. I walk inside and let Peaches know the situation. And you know, Miss Thing going to tell me I could sweep up the shop. That's all he needs right now. Sweet. He already has a receptionist. So, you know what I did, right? What you did, girl. <laughs> Grab that broom and I started sweeping, bitch. I need that coin and I just fucked up my nigga side chick. He gonna leave me. Right. 
He gonna leave me and cut off the bills I got paid, girl. Right. Oh my god, I gotta right. get paid. You took it so it's 4 p.m. And we close up shop. And I said goodnight to everyone and make my way to the bus. You got respect. You got respect. Bitch, as I'm walking, I trip and fall flat on my face. Condoms and change flying everywhere. Along with my fire red lipstick. Oh, shit. I just remembered I didn't pick it up. Oh. Oh. I'm okay. I'm okay. I gather my belongings. I put them back in my purse and start to make my way. I notice... Then I'm walking with a slight lip. No. Bitch, I looked down and I broke my hip. Straight up, snapped off the hill, it was gone. I just got these from the Dion Warwick 1986 I collection. I paid $10 for these at the Glee Market. Dion because I have them too in the same color. But guess what? What? I caught the bus That's stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, girl, I'm okay. That's all right, girl. Just my diabetes mm. after now. Yeah, take some medicine. Ooh, but anyway, how was your day, baby? Let me tell you, girl. So I leave to go to work, check my mail, because I forgot last night. Bitch, I was tired. Mm, I hear that. First thing I see, my child support check for my man. So I go, yes, mm. and jump into her death drop. Bitch, how I ended up slipping, busting my ass, spraining my ankle, pass Ooh, out, wake up in the hospital. Again, oh. They did some blood work since I was already there. First, find out, I got hepatitis. Oh. But you know what I said to that doctor? I said, look, as long as I'm still breathing, God's got a plan. And as long as I have a throat, mm. that plan is going to include sucking me some dick. No, girl. Let so know. Hepatitis. Womp womp. <laughs> but can I get my doctor's note so I can give it to my boss? I'm late for work. Priorities. So I get to the office. And of course, this bitch from marketing accountant is sitting at my desk. Oh, girl, wait, where you work again? Dollar Tree headquarters on Crenshaw and Seneca. Oh, all right, all right. But anyways, I was already on 10, and so I stepped to her like, yo, sis, you got about five seconds from getting dragged. Get your fat ass off my chair, Laverne. Let her know. Let her know. So this bitch throws my chair around and grills me and goes, actually, this is my desk now. Mr. the Precis said to five years since Ooh. he was late again. No. Now that 10 is at a 20. So I took advantage of being fired and checked my McDonald's coffee in her face. <laughs> you know that shit is hot. <laughs> Do it, girl. But some of that shit splacked back and caught me in the eyes. Oh, shit. So we was both screaming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody dead ass looking at us, but not one person helped us. Mm. And now mm -hmm. I, I get not helping Laverne because she a bitch. Right. But the right. fuck? What I do? Mm. Nasty. Just nasty. So nasty anyway, people. now I'm tight. So now I'm ready to press Mr. Precies, but his office is on the tenth floor, and mm. I'm on the sixth. Elevator broken. You think these stairs stopping me from fucking this nigga up? Nope. <laughs> so now I'm walking up these stairs. Each staircase take me a good five minutes. Remember when I said I sprained my ankle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It actually ended up being broken. Shut and when up. I busted my ass doing the death drop, my metric car fell out my pocket. Come to think of it, you know why? I woke back up as for a second in the ambulance. And I could have sworn I heard that EMT guy saying, This dumb bitch dropped her metro car and I'm not giving it back to her. That's her insurance didn't go through. But I was half awake, so I didn't realize it until I was really coming to work. So I had to walk. That's the devil. 
And then I had to walk to the sixth floor to get to my office. And then when I threw the cup of coffee in Laverne's fat ass face, mm-hmm. the shock must have caused her to kick her leg forward. And she slammed the shit out of my ankle. And that bitch fat. So now my shit throbbing. Now I'm walking up four more flights of steps. By the time I get to the 10th floor, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. At this point, I mean, who my ankle is gangrenous. Mm. It's gonna be removed. Mm-hmm. I can smell it. I was wondering what that smell but was. But you know what? Mr. Duprecis is catching these hands. <laughs> I open the door to the step in his office, and guess what? What? I must have passed out from the pain. Because everybody else already left the building and went home. Oh, Lights off, office is empty, gone. Mm. So then I had to walk down the 10 flights of stairs in the dark. 10 flights. Here ten I am. Flights. But you know what? Caught the bus, though. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the break. I'm going to put you in this messages. Amazing sponsors. Amazing sponsors. Right. They come to us every episode. Every time. Oh, why y'all gagging so? They bring it to you every episode. Hello. Hello. So, we figured, because we've been on hiatus for so long, that we'd open up our new season with just playing some games, having a whole key, and just doing some stupid shit so that y'all can get to know us a little better a little and just better. get back into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's play some games. What's the first game? I was thinking we can start off with Mary Fuck Kill. So explain to the, to the fans how does it work. All right. So basically, we each want to take a run. We're going to throw out one person for each category. So someone that you want to marry, someone you want to fuck, and someone you want to kill. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Now... Sometimes, if you have a good enough excuse, I think you can probably put two in a kill category. Like, like if you really want to, like, if it's that bad, maybe. Mm. But if the excuse is not good enough, you don't get away with it. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Alicia's like, I'm not sure. Yeah, because if if I tell you I'm I'm not going to fuck you or want to marry you, I'm going to want to kill you. All right. You know what? Bad. So... Well said. Well we want to keep. You have to put one for one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Jed Bush. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg. Oof. <laughs> Look at these dudes. Jeb Bush is is the Bush's brother. Yes. That's so him. here's Jeb. Yeah, that's Jeb. That's very. You marry Jeb. Jebby Webby. This is Jeb. That's um. This is Mr. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Well, for now, you know. And sorry, Steven Spielberg. I love you, Mr. Woody. Alan. No, he's Whoa. a fucking parrot. Did you hear about him? <sighs> what are we going? What are we doing? You didn't give like one. Yeah. Okay, let me see. 
I'm gonna marry Steven because I feel like out of the three, he has the most money and I would mind the least to be with him for the rest of my life. Get, got it. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Oh. Uh, I it's would. That fuck, that's hard. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> damn. Listen, I know. I know who I would fuck Mary Kill. Who would you? You already know? I already know. Go. Okay, so I would probably fuck Jed Bush. Okay. Okay, definitely. I would marry Steven Spielberg because it's fucking Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he probably has most money out of all of them. I yeah. think Jed Bush would just be fucking fun because he's a bush and I just feel like yeah. the bushes are fun. Like, they're I mean, assholes. They're assholes, yes. <laughs> but I feel like they're like presidential rock stars. Michelle. Not as much as the Kennedys because the, pre- the Kennedys were the real rock stars. But the bushes? The bushes is wild. I think the bushes are like presidential skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will what? say is <laughs> What I will say is I love how so much time has passed and we've had such a horrible former president mm. that George Bush Jr. is so lovable now. He is. <laughs> Like, wow, George W. Bush is fucking adorable now. And a lot of that has to do with Michelle. Yeah, Michelle yeah, Obama. Their little um, bromance, whatever yeah. they got going on. He Passing candy loves and him shit. some Michelle. He, he going to her on every occasion. He, he and I mean it. Because she's bomb. Yeah. She is that girl. She's the shit. You, oh, you, you know what I mean? Love you, you Michelle. Michelle, Michelle, you already know come through to the pod. We you love know. you, Michelle. Michelle, you know come through anytime. Uh, and you too, Barack. Love you too. <laughs> but like, I will say, I think that they probably just was like, look, George, you gotta be the president. Yeah. It's already lined up. It's already right. said. So... Because it's not gonna be Jed. Because he seems like a person where, like, twenty four seven, even in his youth, he was like, "Wait, what?" Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like he's just always been one of those types of guys where he just kind of wants to go with the flow and just like. You saw it when they um when they bombed the towers and they told him that face that he made. He was reading his yeah. The book was upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. The book was upside down. If if I'm not mistaken. Children, I'm sorry. I'm not finished. Yeah, he was so confused. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Shout out to George. Shout George. Out to George. Call us. George. You got the number. We love you because of Michelle. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to you. And send us some candy. And, um, some candy. That's what I'm saying. Right. And, Nan- like and, and Nancy, candy. too. It's Nancy, right? And yep. Nancy, too. Nancy. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. And I would kill fucking Woody Allen because he's a pedophile. Oh, wait. Is it Nancy? I think it's Barbara. That's his mother. Oh, no, no, that's his mother. No, Nancy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Friend of the pod. No, no, R.I.P. to Nancy, right? Because Barbara's his wife. Let's make sure. Let's Google it. Sorry, George. Let's see. But also, I agree with you as well. I'd fuck Jab and kill the other one. I agree with you as well. I can't, like, switch that lineup up in any kind of way. And also, just Woody Allen just looks like he is just not a good lay in any sense. Very nasty. Yeah, very very nasty. disgusting. And to be quite honest, to look at Soon Yi, 
she doesn't look like she is either. She looks like she has very low standards. So Sweet. they probably meant for each other. Because look at them. They're probably very boring. Look at them. <laughs> I can't. Try not to. They look like they sit together <laughs> and eat like flavorless crackers <laughs> and drink sugarless tang. And they don't own TV. They read books. And they don't even talk to each other. Yeah, they just Even though I do enjoy a good book. Never gonna knock a book. I yeah. love a good fucking book. Mm-hmm. But y'all need to spice up y'all. They look like they don't go to any of the hottest Hollywood parties. That's sad. Like, right. They're not on any red carpets. Like, they don't enjoy the glamorous life that they, they have. They don't even look like they smoke money. weed. You have like, money. Right. You live in, you, they probably live in LA, California, Calabasas, somewhere. You know what I mean? Hollywood, somewhere. Right. Right. In a... Bungalow. Not Calabasas. Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mother's Barbara. We were all wrong with the, the wife. Wife is Laura. Wow. Hey, Laura girl. Hey, Laura. Um, what was the name we said before? Because I Nancy. know. Nancy. Nancy. We that happy. is. Nancy Pelosi. Um, mm-mm. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Hey, girl. Shout out, hey, Nancy. What's up, Nancy? Um, Reagan. That's Reagan. Oh, no, you know, since I watched the documentary on the Netflix called Crack. <laughs> oh, I watched that too. It's opened a lot in my eyes during yes. the Reagan era. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're not to be spoken yeah. about on the show. No, they are. They are very But Barack and Michelle, I love me some Barack and Michelle. Oh my god. 
But like, yes. But I believe you. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Nah, with that I one. feel like Denzel's probably at that point where like you got a good ten minutes uh, of a good pump and dump, oh, and then not a good pump and, and dump. then he like wipes himself off with his pajama pants and then rolls over and knocks the fuck out with like half a second in between. Dead like, cause he's old. Yeah. You don't. Nah, I don't think I don't think Denzel's like putting it down like that anymore. Yo, cause you wanna hear mine? Yes. Okay. I would fuck Denzel. Ah! Uh, I'd, I, what? That's my shit, Denzel. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That's right. Mary, I would marry Idris Elba because he looks like I would have the most fun with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would kill Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Wow, it's, it's the door all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the audacity wow. for me, not but, kill Leo. Wow. I'm sorry, but I, I, when it comes to those two, like, like I That's a very disrespectful. Out of all black men to put against each other, I think that's a disrespectful. It is. Player. It is. Because they are both just chocolate excellence. Yeah, right? it's like they're like. They are. They it's are. kind of ridiculous. They really are. Yeah. They really are. It is kind of ridiculous. Like, All right. Gotta have Rama. So, marry, fuck, kill. Tyler Perry. Yeah. R. Kelly. Michael B. Jordan. Oh. What you got? <laughs> I got one. I will marry Tyler Perry. <laughs> fuck Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and kill our cow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Y'all. Fam at home. Tell it. Y'all about to look at me real different right now. Because this is how much I can't take Tyler Perry. I'm killing Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> no. And no. just because of how much I want to kill him, I'm going to take that out and fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> and I'm going to marry Michael because Michael got good money. He, do. he does have good money. But I am not fucking Tyler Perry. <laughs> And I cannot see living with that man for the rest of my life. <laughs> that girl did it. You know, his baby mother. They divorced now. Tell him, Perry's a father? He's a son. He has a son. He's a son. That man is raising boys. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. He's a daddy. He's a dad. Damn! He's a daddy. He got a son with All the right, mother. you listen to his movie plots like i feel like he'd be like babe babe all right yeah, listen to the table at the dinner table <laughs> for oprah money i would do it <laughs> oh, 
would he's do just it. like, I have babe. Come on, babe. Mm-mm. I mean, it got me better now um, that, like, the Mahoma Dia thing is that he done killed her off. So it's like, no more. Mahoma but I feel like that would be the only part of the movie that I would want to listen to where I'm like, oh, at least there's going to be a Madea part. Like, she got rid of her. I would help him pick out the wigs and all that. I'd be like, you like this one? Because that last City. movie, them was See, terrible. you know what? Straight from Party City, Halloween Central. I would bring him back to life, marry him, and kill R. Kelly just to contribute to, like, making him buy those women some good wigs. The thing that's crazy about that is the tea, because the girls who are working on this for the tea, he makes them bring them shit. So that's not even like Tyler Perry like provided oh, shit. They bring their own wigs, their no, own costumes. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Wardrobe isn't provided on a Tyler no. Perry set. All that Girl, fucking it, money. It's it not even just them. He has said it himself. He is literally like, it is up to them to get their hair done before shooting. Yeah. Because funding goes to every, like to all the other stuff. Like, I think he, like, did this shit weird. And if I am incorrect in this storyline and I'm, combi- like, combining stuff, I will make sure to let you know. But um, I will make sure to look for some receipts as well. Because, like, there was a point where he, was, like, he made a post where it's just a shitload of scripts or something like that mm-hmm. of all the things he's working on. And he's like, I don't have a team of writers. I don't I do have a myself, writer room. Yeah. I do all of this by myself. And so basically, it's like, I guess, like, it's like, if I can take the brunt on this, then, like, they can take the brunt on that. But it's like, you, when you're making the amount of money that you have, where you now own your own movie lot. Yeah. And you're telling me you can't at least go on AliExpress and get some discount frontals? Or at least have a wardrobe makeup team that does their shit for them? Exactly. And, that, and, like, his shit would look so much better if the wardrobe... And you're looking the high-caliber yeah. black actors and actresses. You've had some big names. Cicely Tyson. Oh, I'm sure he had Cicely and them, like, prepped. He was like, no, that's Cicely. But it's, like, the actors, like, um... She's big now, but she wasn't big when she first started coming out. Fucking, um, Tamela Mann. Ooh, she right. definitely had to bring her own wigs to them plays. Like, because she wasn't... A, st- a star yet. Granted, that girl can save the house know, down. Do you know what I know? And see, about- the plays are different. Because, like, they were still struggling with the plays, like, when he first started. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I noticed about Tyler Perry? Is when he has, like, a movie, right? Like, a big movie that he's releasing, box office, right? He gets, like, the most notable black actor. And I feel like that's where his budget goes. Felicia Rashad. Yes! Felicia Rashad! Mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson, Angela Bassett. You get these huge actors and actresses. That's and what it's they like, with Monique for Precious. What? Like, these, like, you can't, if you can't afford... To and then shit it on her. And then shit, shit it on her. Like... Quantum's uh, kept. Like... Love you, Monique. We love you, Monique. But I do, but, you know, at the same time, Tyler Perry does give, like, lower totem pole actors and actresses chances. Absolutely. But I feel like he could give a lot of lowball actors and actresses and have a great-looking movie and, like, a lot more shit going on. I'm not going to lie. The first season of The Haves and the Have-Nots, I watched that shit. Fucking great. Greenleaf? Amazing. Oh, Greenleaf is my shit. Is that Tyler Perry? Yes. Oh, good, good shit. He was smoking the church. 
But yeah, the first season of Have and Have Nots was good. Couldn't watch the second season, but the first season was good. It was yeah. really, really, really good. It's Teach like, her something up to her shit. I think there is a beauty. As a writer, mm-hmm. I think it is amazing to be able to sit there and go, every single thing that you see with my name on it, I wrote it from beginning to end. That's beautiful. Yeah. Right. I'm that way. I'm working on getting out of that when it comes to my music. Like I want more people to write on my music. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be comfortable with doing that. However, I do love knowing that when it comes to my music, I have a huge amount of the control of what it is that you're hearing. Right. So I can get it. However, I also do think that when it is just one mind that is creating these storylines, there is always going to be a repetitive nature that comes to it. And that's been what my problem is with him. Um, I think that there's something amazing about putting people of color in the forefront, making sure that they are the characters that are the main characters for the shows. Mm -hmm. But they all don't have to have the same kind of problems that they're going through throughout these storylines. It always doesn't have to be a dysfunctional thing. Everything doesn't have to be like a drama. Mm -hmm. Like, just give us like a good family film. Like, like, he's even done stuff where he's not even the director or the writer, he's just cast as the actor, Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with the religion, it has nothing to do with like any crazy stuff, like he's just playing a role. And it's if shitty. If you can do that, <laughs> then you can write a movie where it doesn't have to do. Yeah. Because I'm going to say it. Next shit. That movie that he did where he was a lead, what was it called? Alex, um... Where he was a cop? Yes. Terrible movie. What movie was that? Where he was a cop? The movie was okay. It was him I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Google that shit. Because uh, that movie was all right. But it was also very like, it's like, okay, this is not a you movie. Mm-hmm. This is your chance to show yourself as an actor. So how do you perform as an actor? What I will also say, though, is that I don't, I'm not super judgmental on people where if mm-hmm. acting is not their first thing and they decide to take acting gigs, mm-hmm. I'm not judgmental on them like that if they're not like a method actor or like right. they're, you know what I mean? It's like... If I see that you're actually putting work into really trying to bring this character to life, then I give you complete respect to that. This shit right here, fucking Alex Cross. Look at this. Mm Mm-hmm. Alex Cross. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. And I think he did that. I think Tyler Perry's work ethic is amazing. (laughs) I think Tyler has amazing work ethic. I think he's a very hard worker. And I think he worked hard on that. I just don't think like a pick just continue to write your stuff and yeah but i definitely think that he needs to start to incorporate like a bit of a writer's team you need help you need help like screw some shit up because some it's just you become predictable you need some milk tyler you need some milk okay but fuck me with michael b jordan and of course kill um r kelly yes yes yeah. kill it kick kill it with a negative balance on his bank account. Yes, yes, that was a cute game. Right? Yeah. What's next? Um, right. So, we are going to be time 60 seconds. And we are going to use that 60 seconds to write out a bucket list of goals that we would like to accomplish by the end of this season of The Audacity. Three days later. Okay, how many did you guys get? I got four. Yeah, five. Three. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay, so I put build a large fan base. 
work. Um, have guest collaborations. So yes. if we can have anyone else who wants to come on the yes. show and like collaborate yes. on a sketch, that would be great. I put music performances or like premieres. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Fucking awesome, right? Um, so anyone who's working on new music, that new platform, we support shit. independent artists. Hello, we're the space for it. Um, I put endorsement deals and sponsors. Yes. And then I put, of course, a successful first season with at least 12 to 15 episodes. Hey. Those are my thoughts. you so much more excited. When I tell you Jupiter, 
I used to work the night shift, mm-hmm. right? And it would be so boring, and I would have my AirPods in, and I would, I would listen to Bill Day Boy, and I would listen to the read and everything. But I remember you posted yours. Uh-huh. And I was like, let me listen to it. Like, fuck it. I don't got nothing to listen to. I had exhausted both of those podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I turned on you and Roxy. When I tell you I had to contain myself from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... And like I had, and like being that you, I knew you, so it was like, yo, I gotta tell, right? I'm gonna be a part of this, like. And it's like I gotta, when I gotta tell you about guys shit. to like, like submit stuff and like mm-hmm. give us your opinion, like give us like your views on shit, like mm-hmm. that's what Alicia was doing, like right. she like really was like, yo, I heard you guys talking about this, like da 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 da, or like <laughs> you should talk about this. And it's like, we love that type of shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, bring it in. But, like, I want you guys to be able to experience something like that. Because I remember what it felt like the first time I was able to hear something like that from outside, like, my immediate circle. Because you know your friends are going to say that shit. Right. You know what I mean? But when you get to hear it from someone else, it's, like, very different. Mm-hmm. And so I hope you guys get to be able to experience that through the course of what's making this podcast. I hope that through the process of working to make this happen, something happens that's able to inspire you with something in your individual careers outside of this. Like, I hope that there's something like where it's like, I was working on this and it just made me realize that I could be doing this and this and this and this and this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I hope that this just leads to you like being able to expand in every other field and every other way that you want to be able to like prosper and develop and grow and stuff like that. I have to tell you about but it is very random and it is very something that I would fucking do. Yes. But okay. Loving that. Yes, (laughs) fucking Okay. Let's do Let's be truthful to you. Scandalous. So y'all, truth or dare is like I'm scared of this game. <laughs> like I'm serious. Whenever I'm with a group of friends and I'd be like, oh yeah, let's play truth or dare. I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe just right. I remember the first time I played truth or dare. Oh my god, I was like in fucking in sixth grade in middle school. It was fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> I look back and get back at it now. It's like being a kid and playing that shit. It's like, why the fuck are you playing that in class? And why the hell did they let us play that shit? Like, they that's just shows oh, they didn't give a fuck about what the hell we're doing. They didn't, they didn't yeah. pay attention to us. But yeah, truth there is it's that game and it's scary. You get very scandalous, especially right. if there's liquor yeah. involved, right? Which I feel like I there is. There is. I didn't play my first game of truth or dare until I was in high school. I mean, I was a Christian kid. Uh, oh, child, I was a Christian kid, too, but I, re- I rebelled. He <laughs> wasn't on that, so it was just like... I rebelled. You know, I, yeah. High school was like, oh, oh, y'all kissing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Christian kid, me, like, yep. I played Truth or Dare growing up, but it was never like a risque Truth or Dare. 
Like, it was never anything where it's like we were doing things that were, like, inappropriate for our age. It was just always, like, just us. If we picked deer, then we had to do some, like, stupid shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most risque thing that we did was probably, like, kiss somebody, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, kissing wasn't incorporated into truth there for me until college. I fucking lied. I lied. The first time I played Truth or Dare was at a church retreat. It's always a church retreat. That was the first time I played Truth or Dare. Mm. No, seriously, I was at a church retreat. I remember I was an usher in church Mm -hmm. in uh, in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And we, I I don't know if there were like It's an exclusive, y'all. Right. I don't know if there were like conventions or whatever. But there would be like these retreats and we would all go out to like Albany, New York or like some random place. Mainly Boston for some shit like that. Long ass drives. Yeah. But the fucking church kids who I, who are like my peers, and the ones who are a little older, because a lot of us, a lot of them were older, and like I would be in their rooms or whatever, and I was really, I was really close to, um, she was like a role model for me, like Mm -hmm. this one girl. Mm -hmm. And her and her sister, they were like role models. They actually babysat me. But I used to always just hang out with them, and I was cool, so it was like, you know, I was a cool young wolf, so they used to take me places, like, you know. And they took me to, like, the room where, like, all the cool kids were hanging out, all the older kids and shit. Nobody was drinking or anything, like, there was no alcohol or nothing. Mm-hmm. But them bitches was playing truth or dare. Them bitches was playing truth I didn't, truth and I didn't truth play, I didn't play, I didn't play because I was too young, but I sat and watched. Bitch. I watched. I had to be about. What did you witness that night? I think I was like, I was probably like ten, maybe ten years old. What you they, say? They were kissing. That was a lot of liquor. They were going in the bathroom <laughs> with each other. They were going in the bathroom with each other. Head. They was naked. They was naked. I did. I think I did see some titties. Not at the church retreat. At the church function. At, at the church function. At the church retreat. <laughs> Not at the youth convention. And another thing scandalous. Scandalous about these church oh. retreats. So I'm going in there right now. Tell it, tell it, tell it. But um, they would have like, these parties for us, right? They would let us like, have these little clubs, these if, little parties. If Miss parties. What was your um, denomination? Pentecostal? Apost- no, I, I'm, I'm ba- Baptist. Baptist? I was Pentecostal, uh, girl. We can, we yeah. can tell some stories. Yeah. So what they used to do is, we're from, we from Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. like, we would play dance hall music. And the only reason why we played dance hall music was because no one knew what they were saying in the curses. <gasps> Which is a song about getting ahead if we're gonna talk about it. Right, and um, mm. um mm-hmm. we played dance hall the entire party because the adults couldn't, they couldn't decipher they couldn't understand it. Yeah. Wow. So I had that was my that was my dance hall experience too. Hello. Growing up, these child. <laughs> it was like night and day for me because if you had the church experience and then you had the school experience. And the church right. and the school experience was so different it was so because different. the shit that we were doing in school, different. like them school parties, wasn't. Let's talk about those school parties real quick. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was okay, okay. Those school parties were like the shit we was doing, like grinding, was a thing, and like that was a dance move that anybody was doing, whether you was gay, straight, yes, bi- yes. anybody was grinding for somebody. It okay, was it was a thing. It was called dubbing. Yes. No, no, in Philly, because I went to high school in Philly, it's called giving a Wally. A Wally. It's called getting a Wally or giving a Wally. What? Yeah, getting a Wally. 
Yes! Yeah, like, it's on the wall! Yeah, it's oh. on the wall, and the girl would be dubbing you. Yeah, you only got on the wall out here if you was getting broke. But other than that, <laughs> if the girl wasn't breaking, you was doing your thing. But the parties, let's talk about those parties. I went to one school party, and it was my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I was a square growing up. Like, I wasn't about none of that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let me try it. It's high school, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I get there, the lights are on for a minute, and then out of nowhere, all the lights go off. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? For, and then first, on my way, I'm up the block from the school, and I pass this girl that I recognize from my Spanish class, but she was oh. like a couple of grades higher than me. Mm-hmm. Her mm-hmm. eyes were red as fuck. Now she I know why. And then she was full on throwing back a Heineken. And so I was oh, like, hey, hey girl. Because, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I was like, oh my God, kids, stranger. Right. So then I get in, oh lights go off, and the next thing I know, guys are just lined up on the wall, posted on the wall, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, and went home. I was at that party for ten minutes because that's <laughs> that's the thing. Like I don't know if you ever peep me when we go to clubs. I'm always standing by a wall because that's the thing. You stand by the wall and wait for someone to come up to you and dance with you. You don't go and approach them. You stand by the wall and wait. So that's why I'm always standing in the corner of the cut waiting because. You know, but anyway, yeah. So them parties, right? my first party was also freshman year, and it was it just so happened to be like a cult, it was a cultural party. Uh, that was at the making dance hall bashment because. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it when they would do those parties. We had those parties too. Yes. And it would either be like the like the Asian kids, East East Asian kids, you know, and because their music was lit too. Mm-hmm. Then it was like the Hispanic kids who had we had reggaeton going off. And it was always, it was not in Dominicans the in there, the Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, and Africans. And that's, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. It was, it was light in there at first, and then it got dark, mm-hmm. strobe light came out, like, DJ was bumping, it was sweaty as fucking mm-hmm. there, and we was going off, mm-hmm. mind you, I was, mm-hmm. I was 14. That yeah. was, yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was, like, my first taste of, like, a club experience, and that was in a high school party. He was Bronx Yes, in the Bronx. So, the Bronx Wild. And I know how to do a good Bronx Wild. It's probably gonna come up for this girl's birthday party. Because, you yes. know, get some lick at me, <laughs> and a good a good beat, right. I'll bust out a good Bronx Wild for you. But, yeah, um, that's the thing. Like, those parties are very fucking inappropriate. I don't even know. It's like, them shows is very inappropriate. I remember, I never danced for my mom. My, my family didn't know I danced until... They saw me on an episode of Vogue, and it was like, you dance? And I was like, this is my uh, channel now. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can get down. You, there, I have to show y'all the infamous videos. Um, if I have any Philadelphia listeners, hopefully, you know, I agree. Philly. My friends, my good friends from Philly. Um, jams. Wow. If y'all don't know what these are for my New York people, jams and wow. The CDs? It's a, it's a skating rink that just oh, had multiple names uh, because that shit kept getting shot up a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Roosevelt Boulevard. It was, well, it, I don't know if it's still there. I haven't been in Philly. Ooh, but like, shot up. Yeah, it used to get like shot up. People used to fight. It used to be mm. drama. Mm-hmm. But they held every Friday night one of the best team nights of the early 2000s. I mean... Uh. And, like, these are, like, competitive dancers doing, like, their fucking, d- these famous dance moves. We had, like, the Wu-Tang. We had, like, Ooh. the Z-Mac. We had, like, Top Rockin', Tuttin'. Like, all these shits. But it was, it was just, just so hood and just wow. so... 
cultural and I love it. Like, but like that's where getting the Wally comes from. A lot of nasty shit happened at these parties. Mm-hmm. A lot of nasty shit. We yeah. had we had clubs like like there's a lot of teen nightclubs in Philly, which was weird. Sorry. Like we had nine two three, which was like a seven. Was it was it was like a like a sixteen and up, maybe a fifteen and up. But like really, they never used to check your ID, and you could just use fakes. Fakes, <laughs> yo, I lived off fakes. That's what's up. I lived off fakes. That's how I turned up. That's how I turned up. Fakes. Fake IDs, yo, let me see your ID. I wouldn't even look like the bitch, and they would let me in. I wouldn't, I'd look nothing like the bitch. I remember one time we had a Christmas party, and this is when it was, oh no, my inauguration. Because because I was class president in my senior year, and they decided to throw a big-ass fucking party because it was like supposed to be like the Thanksgiving party, but because I got elected that year, no... I got elected. I was there, Obama. So it was inauguration. They had like a candlelight ceremony. I came in with the whole student government, lit candles, and like it was like passing the torch to me. And yes. then after that, we just started busting out. Like <laughs> DJs started playing music. We moved because the parties were and always now, pop your pussy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so the parties were always held in the cafeteria. So we pushed all the lunch tables to the side. The DJ came out with his speakers from God knows where he got his speakers from. It came out, came out with speakers. And started blasting his music, and we all just started going in like crazy. Yeah. I'm talking about Word. we went to class, sweated out. Like that's how bad it was, cause the party was between fourth and fifth period, and class was six, seven, what eight. What party wow. for an hour and a half? Yes, yes. We had something like that because we had um, Spirit Weeks every year, but mm-hmm. it was called something different, I think. And so every grade had their own color, mm-hmm. and then on a specific day, then. Every grade had a specific lunch period where they were able to have their rally in the cafeteria. Right. And so it was basically a period for you to turn the fuck up, Mm -hmm. like, during that thing. Um, And so those were always great. Everyone always made sure to turn out in their colors. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the rallies were always cute because then it was always, like, some type of dance crew trying to do something or the people that thought they were DJs back then. Like, that was another thing. My school was full of niggas that thought they were DJs. DJs. I had one that was a legit yeah, DJ. Yeah, he was a legit DJ. I remember. I think he's still doing it now. Shout out to you, DJ. You know who you are. Yeah. And, like, I had, I had a friend <laughs> who, like, I think they named themselves after, like, the Transformers or something. Like, they were DJs. They, so, we, we, Philly listened to Baltimore club music. Yeah, but Okay. Like, shit like that. Like, and, like, all the DJs, all the wannabe DJs, all the young DJs, they would just remix songs. Baltimore club music. Yeah. Yeah, them parties was, was, was everything. Let me go to one of those parties one time. That was a good time in my life. Them high school parties. Nice. That's why I was expecting like the high school reunion to like be like a turn up. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew I wasn't going to Did do you that. go? Hell no. Like they were trying to charge $45 I think to go to that reunion and I was like but like I hate most of you. Why would I pay that much to see your faces again? I'm done. So I will go to mine. I will go to mine. Mine didn't happen. I was gonna go to mine, but COVID happened. Mine, COVID happened Damn. last year. Because yeah. it was last year in, in um, June 2020. So we'll see. Maybe we'll do something for the 15th or 20th. They did it in the middle of the day. Middle of the at day? At the school. In the lunchroom. Oh, no. And like 15 people showed up. Like, <laughs> and I got a small school. Like, my school was small. But we had like our graduation class was not that small. Y'all could like, y'all could have rented a venue. 
But yeah, it's like, who's paying $45 to come sit in a school that like we all hated? Right. In the middle of the day. Oh yeah, I'm not going back to like school either. Absolutely not. Yeah. You could have went to the venue. I'm not going back there. Every time I pass that school, <laughs> like my face just jumps to stay. I'm done. Like, when, like, before Abdora moved to where she's at now, like, I would have to pass her, like, my school to get to her place, place on the 44. Mm -hmm. And every time, it's just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't have to pass my, thank God, because mine was in Co-op City. I went to a school in yeah. Truman. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I didn't go to mine, but I did go to my kid's dad's uh, high school reunion, which is ah. my school, which is the same school, because, you know, we met in high school. Mm -hmm. So... That sh it was weird because I knew a lot of people. You know what I mean? They weren't necessarily in my grade, but it was like, oh. But it was nice. Oh, it was catered. It was a venue. See. The only thing that they didn't not have was open bar. Oh. But they had liquor. Yeah, they had liquor, but okay, it wasn't open bar. I'll, I'll get the liquor because yeah. I would have had the liquor of in advance. And anyway. I'm like, definitely taking a smoke break. And the ticket <laughs> was like sixty-five dollars. <laughs> the ticket was like sixty-five dollars. Ew. But see, even that. Is better because it's in the venue. Yeah, they I'm wanted forty five to go in the cafeteria. But yeah, the cafeteria. Yeah, at least my school would have had enough class to rent a um, a venue. Dingy. Even though, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going on now because of COVID. But you know, they doing well. Shout out to your school. Shout out school. Not the name, but shout out. Shout out. Shout out. That was our truth of the around because I can't think of anything. <laughs> 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 okay. And here we, we went on a tangent about high school. And that's what that was. That's so, what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. We have a key. <laughs> so, okay, I have a game for us. All right. So, this is going to be an improv game. We are going to create a story. We're going to have 60 seconds to create as much of a story as we can. And we're going to go person at a time, sentence at a time, and see how far we can get with this story and just come up with it off the cuff. All right. Why do I keep going to the calculator? <laughs> All right. We're going to start with Rama. Ready? And go. So I was walking down the block the other day. And that's when I saw Shireen. And for some reason, one of her titties was out of her shirt. And I asked her, Shireen, why is your titty hanging out your shirt? Shireen said, this is my new Fenty Long Array. And I was like, bitch, I have the new Fenty Lingerie, and that's clearly a knockoff. And she said, this one was sent to me exclusively by Rihanna before it dropped. I'm a savage Fenty ambassador, titties and all. And then, out of nowhere, milk started leaking out of her titties. And she looked at you and asked, what does that have to do? I'm 
This week was surprise gangbang. You didn't look surprised. I needed to see this in your eyes. You gave me this. Tyra, with all due respect, as someone who has actually experienced a surprise gangbang, I don't appreciate you coming from my scene like that. I had a whole flashback and internal seizure that I kept inside and still gave you a couture hose with a dick on my forehead. How dare you? Ooh, I don't just give critiques to give it. Ooh, I've been in this industry that? for 65 years. As a model, We bitch. wanted you to succeed. You okay. think I don't know about surprise gangbangs? I was the very first surprise gangbang. It was Paris. 1862. Ooh, the fuck? My mama put me on that plane and said, sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Every day I look in the mirror and I spit on it. I spit on it, Robin. My name is Queen Laquifa. No. Robin is what I called myself in 1862. Oh. Always remember, it's in... Eyes. Uh, I know, I now know, show bitch. me. All right. Show me surprise gang. Babe. All right, all right. You got it. You got it. You did it. You did it. Oh my God, Tyra! I did it. But you're still going I home, bitch. Don't what? ever talk back to oh me. Oh my God. Hi. I'm Tony Braxton, and you may know me from hits like Previously on Braxton Family Values, or other hits like The girls want to meet up today, but I'ma just act like my lupus is acting up so I can stay at the hotel and live my best life. And I'm here today selling you Spanish Guitars by Tony. Throughout the years, many have tried to replicate the iconic Tony Braxton voice, to no avail. The only ones that get close are my sisters. Close. With Spanish Guitars by Tony, it'll be like you have my throat in your hands. With notes like... And... <laughs> and even 
when you play along to the songs by Tony, Spanish guitars by Tony Tony Sheet, each chord will give you a sample of my song. Enough of a sample to charge your royalties. So thank you. Listen to our G chord. Our A chord. And even our T chord. Tamar, please stop. Work hard enough, and you'll unlock my secret diary entry, programmed into each Spanish guitars by Tony. Here's a preview. Dear Diary, Tracy's mad at all of us again. I don't even know what happened this time. I told the girls my lupus was acting up so I could go to a pole dancing class instead of this whack-ass sister brunch Tawanda wanted to do. And apparently Tamar called Tracy a... Ooh, that's all you get. Unless you buy Spanish guitars by Tony. For five simple payments of $54.25, you'll receive the strings. Another three payments of $64.12 and you get the guitar body. Buy both and you get the songs by Tony Spanish Guitars by Tony Tony Sheet for a discounted $72.14. And don't forget to check out my new album, Bird Woman, Blunts and Daffodils, streaming everywhere. Welcome to the Dr. Felicia Show. Today is day two of our session with the Brown family, and I'm sure you remember last week with Explosive. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck your mother. It's not my fault you got fired again. Yes, it is, bitch. You came to my job, fought the receptionist, pissed in the lobby, and screamed my whole government and social security number. Then next time I ask you to take the garbage out, take the fucking garbage out. We're joined by the Browns, who after last week were given exercises to practice throughout the week in order to better their communication. Give them a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. I'm humble. All right, all right, all right. Only all right. God can right. judge you. Thank go. you. Oh my God. I, go, 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 go. Today, we'll discuss the results of these exercises, and if all goes well, maybe there'll be a surprise at the ends. Let's start with you, Tanisha. have been well dr felicia yes, yes dante and i have been working on our communication mm -hmm. we practiced mm. the exercises mm. you taught us at our last yeah most definitely <laughs> definitely yeah yeah i can already feel dr felicia i can already feel the difference in the energy at home <laughs> and dante how have you been handling those triggers of yours? Like Tamisha said, we've done a lot more communication, Dr. Felicia. We make sure to use the, when you do this, I feel this. Yup, yup, that's right. If I get really angry, I'll count backwards from 10 before I make a decision. I even take walks, Dr. Felicia. I even take walks. All right. So, she walks. Do you guys want to see her walk? Because oh, I want to see her walk. Is she going to do it? Come on, do it. Do we have some music? Yes? Okay. So, we're going to play the music. You're going to get up and you're going to do your walk. All right, guys? Ready? Let's go. Let's, get Let's count for her, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one, and walk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, she's doing it. Yes. This is what she do. This is how you communicate. This yes. is how you get over depression. This yes. is how you overcome. Oh, yes. Learn by Dr. Yes. Felicia. This is what she do. That's right, girl. Give us a swirl. Yes, yes. she's swirling for us. She's swirling for us. Oh, yes, yes, I feel it. I feel it. This is all thanks to me, Dr. Felicia. Yes, yes. Pitch to see her glow. Mm-hmm. This is what happens right. when you come to my show. Right. Dr. Felicia, stop by. Heal me. Okay, great. We're gonna bring out Tamisha and Dante's son, Tuki, and get his opinion on how his parents have been. Tuki. Everyone, Tuki. welcome Tuki to the show. Hi, Tuki. Hi. How old are you, Tuki? I'm five years old. And Tuki, how do mommy and daddy treat each other at home? They love each other. <laughs> how do you know they love each other? Well, first it was that time I came down for some water, and then I heard mommy and daddy yelling. And mommy said, nigga, you ain't never been shit, just like your father. And my son ain't gonna be like your bum-ass niggas. And then daddy was like, nah, you raising him to be a little bitch like your uncle that come to the cookouts but gotta stay away from the kids' table. And then mommy was like, don't be talking about my fucking uncle. Don't be talking about Uncle Peaches. I don't talk about your crackhead-ass mother. And that said daddy off. Cause he slapped the shit out of mommies. He calls them love slaps. Dante! Nope, nope, nah-uh-uh. Wait, wait, nah, fuck out of here. What happened after that, Tuki? <gasps> oh, oh, oh. And then daddy said, when you talk about my mother being a crackhead, it makes me feel like slapping the shit out of you. And then he slapped the shit out of her. Oh my god, guys. He used the tool. <laughs> what happened next, Tiki? Uh, well, then mommy was like, I'm gonna count backwards from ten, like Dr. Felicia said. And by the time I get to one, if you not out of my motherfucking house, you catching this brat brat. And then she counted to ten, chased him around the house with a gun. But when she ran out of bullets, she took my polio braces and started beating the shit out of him. Tamisha, what was the argument about? Um, I, I, I can't remember. I remember. <laughs> Mommy was reading me a bedtime story. Aww. What was she reading, Tuki? Coldest winter ever. And daddy kicked my door in, and he had a bottle of Tailorport in his hand. He loves Tailorport. I personally think it's too sweet. And daddy was like, my brother, bitch? My brother? You got all the niggas in the world to fuck you, but you chose my brother? You a dirty bitch. Mommy said, a dirty bitch that's about to have your nephew. Next time I say wash the dishes, wash the motherfucking dishes. Wow. Tamisha, I don't know what else to say except congrats on the pregnancy.
All right, y'all. It's about time for an interview, and I'm not even going to lie to you. This is about to be the interview of motherfucking interviews, bitch. I know. I bring it to you every time, Donna. You're ready. <laughs> All right, but no, shut the fuck up. So, on the list of people that could kiss my motherfucking ass, there is one person that has the number one spot. Lucius! No. Keely Williams from 3LW. Or as I like to call her, Tifus. I had sent her an email at her spectacular delight at yahoo.com and and I have it here and I figured that I would uh, share it with you guys before we start the interview. It reads, Dear Keely, I hate your fucking guts. But you know what? Oh well. Right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) But I'm not finished. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. It goes on to say, I've been talking a lot of shit about you for a very long time. About your teeth. About your voice. About the fact that you ruined 3LW and the Cheetah Girls. And about the fact that I have hepatitis. (laughs) But after talking all that shit, I decided now I want to talk that shit to your face. So please, come on my show so I can give you a chance to listen to me tell you about yourself. Thank you. Thank you. And I meant that shit too. I really did. I really meant it. Fuck out of here. But, um, guess what, bitch? She's in the building. Everybody, give it up for Keely. Oh, wow. All right. I see y'all. Y'all being real generous with the claps for her. Y'all don't do that with me, but all right. All right. Okay. All right. We got it. Thank you. What's up, guys? Ew, don't talk to them. Don't do that. Um. Well, thank you for coming. Um. Look, I figured we started off light. I ask you some cute little questions, and then, you know, we get into the real shit, all right? So, question one. You seem to be the common denominator in all of my favorite girl groups being ruined. Why? I don't know what common denominator you mean. Really? That's how we're like, doing this? I really this? don't. That's how we're doing this? All right, look. The common denominator is that everybody fucking hates you, girl. Like, duh. But all right, all right, bump this. Let's get this started. Where the fuck have you been? I have been taking a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. So basically you don't have a job. Right. Me and the media have like a symbiotic relationship. I like don't I know really what care about the other. No, <laughs> so it's no, actually okay. No, so I've been no, actually no. working with other artists, developing them. And no, I- you haven't. Shut the fuck up. Next question. You ruined 3LW. Why? I think it's just like the tale old story of... What happens in girl groups, but my family's been in the music industry forever. So Where? I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. Say promises. Okay, promises. Promises, promises. Promises, 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 promises. Speaking of teeth. Where did you guys record Promethith Promethith at? The studio Perfect Pair in, in West Orange, East Orange. Right, so basically in the ghetto in New Jersey. Gotcha. And how long did it take for you to realize that your voice was complete shit? When they went to go mix the record. Ah, they heard it and they was like, damn, this shit is bad. And her teeth keep hitting the fucking microphone. The fuck? What we gonna do? I remember, like, it was, like, middle of the night. Damn, girl, not the middle of the night. All of my vocals just sounded like crazy. Shit, bitch. Then what happened? They corrected 
my terrible vocals. Barely. I could not sing. And you still can't. All right. You know what? Sing something for me, boo. All right, stop. You know that song? Of course, bitch. You guys, I lost song. my shit. She's my favorite rapper. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So we went to Miami. Oh, all right. We went to his mm -hmm. studio, right? Who, my man's studio? We were supposed to record with him. And guess who walks in the fucking door, yo? Your mother. Method man. <gasps> my man. And you know what he said to me? Shut the fuck up. I hate you. You talk like a white girl. Ooh, shade. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God. All right. Oh, do you know how heartbreaking See, that was? Shit, Stop, <laughs> so it. Stop it. Stop it. I also recognize that I do have a little bit of like a eh, eh, eh Yes, thing. yes you do. I hate your fucking voice and I want to kick you in the throat every time you talk. It's true. It's true. Hey, it's 2020. People just do this shit now. I, I want everybody to know. Ooh, what you want everybody to know, mama? Uh-huh. And the producers were like, do this and do that. Uh-huh. Do a riff. Can I be like, riff. I'm not no singing bitch. Oh, <laughs> mama, you stupid I always want to to say after every song, uh -huh. baby, baby. Not baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she really thought uh -uh. I was like big or don't, something. Don't I, don't laugh know. I was like, yo, baby, you dangerous. Ooh. You and your kids was a big Yes, baby. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Don't be trying to get on my good side. <laughs> she did not like my voice. And I still do not like your voice. Anyway. And so now I have this super low voice, and I think it's because, like... Because you smoke cigarettes. So is that why you mad that Adrian dead at your ass? It's like... Maybe some juice if I want to be spontaneous. Wendy, what? can you stop it with the fucking selfies? Don't oh be God. mad at me because I look good. Besides, girl, you dead wrong. Oh, ew, what the fuck? Dead wrong, girl. All right, see, this is exactly why I told you I didn't want to be friends with this bitch. Look at her. Hey, y'all. Girl, you've been in there this whole time. Yeah, where else would I be? Anyway, like Wendy said, you're dead wrong. It's her class, and you're always breaking her rules. <gasps> oh, my God. I never. All the rules. How? All of them. How? Remember that time that Modessa Wild Growth had the holiday party? Oh, and everybody fuck Modessa Wild Growth. That bald-headed bitch. Everybody was supposed to wear ugly uh -huh. Christmas sweaters. Ugly sweater. And you show up in a Juicy Couture Winter Collection tracksuit with your Uggs leaning to the side. Bitch, no, you But did. nobody ever says anything because you're K-I-M-B-E-R Lee. All right. Tracksuit and Lena Uggs. No, ma'am. You couldn't just follow the rules, could you? What rule? You know what? I can't believe this. I can't. Y'all really gonna take her side? Modessa, that fucking bitch? After everything I've done for y'all? After everything we done been through? This is how you repay me. Y'all supposed to be my girls. Y'all supposed to be my sister. 
Wendy, who introduced you to Marquise despite your several failed attempts at relationships and despite everything that everyone's been saying about you at school with your stink-ass Wow, breath. Kim. Well, that was really wild, what? Right? Wow, Kim. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck these bitches. Fuck y'all. Uh-uh. I'm going to class. Bitch, where is you going? <laughs> I'm going to class. That's what I just said. I'm going to class. Fuck out of here. Did nah. she kick you out of class for drinking? Whose class are you going to? Oh, yeah, that's right. Want me to fix your makeup? Mm-hmm. It's tore up. Bitch, please. Only thing tore up is those sweatshop shoes you got on your feet. Nah, it's tore up as an ugly one. Modessa's holiday party. Whatever, whatever, bitch. Fix my makeup. The girls room. Okay. Everyone is gonna get 60 seconds to spread love to the group. Yes, yes. Let's take some time to empower each other. We're, 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 we'll empower each other and, and our listeners as well. Okay, we keep throwing it at Rumble. I'll start this time and make it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I've known both of you for a good chunk of time at this point. Um, I have been obsessed with both of your energies for such a long time. And I'm so glad that I get to be able to experience you guys on a creative level. Um, I think you both understand how vulnerable you you are when you're working in a creative space because you it's such a sensitive place to be in. Mm-hmm. And I feel so comfortable sharing that with you guys. And I can't wait to see what we're able to do from here on. And I can't wait to see how our listeners receive it. And I hope that they continue to love what it is that we're doing and that we're also able to cons- like inspire other people to mm-hmm. create and start their platforms the way that we're doing the same for each other. Yes. So I thank you guys because we all have long, like busy lives. And I thank you guys for taking the time out to contribute your creative Yes. 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 <laughs> but like thank you for giving me this platform and y'all are both hilarious amazing comedians thank you, thank you. like wow. raw shit y'all like everybody everybody needs to hear these two they are some of the funniest individuals I have ever met oh my god thank and you so much and this is going to be the best podcast to listen to it's going to be the funniest it's going to get you through the day to hear these two, not just me, but these two. Like, <laughs> I, I am their biggest fans. Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay. oh, 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 oh,
Yes. Yeah. I also want to um thank you too for giving me the platform and the space to express uh, my ability to be a clown. Um, as you both know um, from how long I've known you, I started off in theater and transitioned to film. Um, but I started out being a funny kid, making jokes in class and you know talking in class and getting in trouble a lot for it in class and people trying to shut me up and silence me for being who I was. So um, this is an amazing opportunity, an amazing platform, and I am entirely grateful for it every single day for me to just come with people or come along with people who are equally creative as well. And for us to just create something that's so fucking good and so fucking raw and so fucking like talented, like I'm honestly like blessed and overjoyed and my heart is so full. And I couldn't thank you both enough for allowing me to be me. Keep going. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Right. Um, I hope you guys are able to uh, leave at the end of this episode feeling inspired. I know that the past um, year plus. Um, it's not necessarily inspiring to a lot of people, um, but I hope that we've been able to at least give you a little distraction from everything that's going on mm -hmm. and um, remind you that even in difficult times, you have the power to be able to write out what your purpose is and what your goal is and your you destiny. You have the power! And you're going to make it happen the same way that we did. Um, this was most definitely meant to happen. I think everything aligned the way that it was supposed to. Absolutely. And um, just know that the same way that it happened for us, it'll be able to happen for you as well. And so we truly do thank you guys for um, taking this time and um, sharing your energies with ours. Thank you. Thank you. So we love you. Till the next week for the... Audacity! Audacity!